Welcome to The Fulfillment Project. I'm your host, Sarah Fennell, international fitness model and former IFBB Pro figure athlete turned personal development sponge, entrepreneur, and online marketing junkie. I want to have it all in life, and I am not afraid to admit it. This show is for high-performing, high-vibing humans who are ready to take action, step through their fears, and up-level their life and business. Join me as we take one more step closer to that today. Welcome back to another episode of The Fulfillment Project. I'm Sarah Fennell. I'm going to be taking you inside of a, a Facebook Live that Joe and I had recorded uh, about a month ago. We're going to be talking about social media. We're going to be talking about attracting clients and how to really, really utilize your social media to work for your business. We see a lot of frustration uh, with the people that we're working with, health and fitness professionals who are looking to grow a business, gain more clients, make more money. And there seems to be this disconnect between how to show up as a professional on social media, how to really get people excited about what you're doing, get people excited about your brand, get that engagement, comments, likes, and then ultimately, you know, like how to get clients. And if you're posting on social media every day, if you're utilizing social media on a weekly basis to attract clients, but you're not having people reach out asking questions and you're not getting new leads in for new clients, then there's a big, big like disconnect and issue with how you're showing up and how you're marketing yourself. So let me take you inside this Facebook Live. We're talking about the five key aspects to how to really gain clients from social media. Some things that we see people doing that they shouldn't and some things that we don't see people doing that they really, really need to start implementing into their weekly marketing strategy. So let's get into that episode with Joe and I. Happy Monday, welcome to PT Profits, and welcome to Wake Up and Earn. We have a very exciting topic today, and something that I am super jazzed about, because this is just in my market. It's your jam. It is totally my jam. We want to talk about social media. Yep. And mostly in particular, what people are possibly doing wrong, or some areas that we should really focus on if you're wanting to attract business through social media. I see a lot of people, and we work with people firsthand, who are spending what they consider to be a lot of time doing social media posts, doing all kinds of stuff, and then going, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And you take 3.5 seconds to look at their posts, and you're like, there's a reason why it's not working, because you're not doing it properly. And social media is no different than being like, than having paid advertising on or commercial space, right? So, like, we all know that when the 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 um, when football is on and we have the massive commercials and the million dollar budgets, people will stop. They, they rave about them. You know, Super Bowl commercials are known for their huge budget. They grasp your attention. They're different. They get people buzzing about it because they're done right. Mm -hmm. How many commercials have you seen? that you literally never give any thought to compared to those that were like, oh, that got my attention, that was pretty cool, and you wanna share it or it, it makes a huge impression on you, and really our post should be the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we just finished up a workshop this past weekend, um, and I had the afternoon with the bunch, all talking about social media for a full afternoon, and I think the confusion with social media, especially people in the fitness industry who are perhaps building a personal brand or something that you know starts out small, they don't consider themselves as that high-level professional. Right. And we need to start taking social media a little bit more seriously and having some strategicness to the way that we are posting. Right. And I mean, social media is just very new, the last 10, 15 years almost now. 
And one question that I posed to the group, which I know we have talked about before with other groups is, if you had to pay for every social media mm -hmm. post that you put out, would you post differently? And everybody was like, absolutely. So then I asked, well, why are you not posting differently now and taking it seriously for your business? It's a good question to ask, and a lot of people just put stuff out there for the sake of putting it out there. Mm -hmm. And they wonder why that return's not coming back to them. Mm -hmm. But if they were to pay $10 a post, how much thought would they put into it? Would they make it look more professional? Would they try to talk to their avatar more specifically? Would they do all the things they need to do? Go, wait a second, it's 10 bucks. Is this the best use of my time? Is this the best post that I can put out there right now? And we have people trying to sell $500 courses, $1,000 courses, multi-thousand dollar courses, and they're basically putting out two cent ads. Mm -hmm. And they're wondering why it's not coming back. To them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that there's so much confusion around social media and people, they're like, I'm posting, but nothing's happening. So we want to get into some, some tactical things for you guys right. today. Some five like main areas and things to really start thinking about. But I think it's really great to highlight the two main reasons why we use social media for business. Yes. We want to attract business. We want to attract followers, yep. and we want to convert those followers into paid clients. Now, keep in mind, you said for business, mm -hmm. because there's a lot of people, and, and we, we know people personally, mm -hmm. who've built their Instagram accounts to the tens of thousands of people for one specific reason. Yes. And it wasn't because of their business. Yes. Then they trans, you know, transfer themselves into the PT business or the fitness world going, yeah, but I got 50,000 followers, I'm gonna put out an ebook, and I'm gonna make a killing. Mm -hmm. And I've had this conversation time and time again. I'm like, you're not gonna sell anything. Mm -hmm. Why not? I'm getting 500 likes per picture because you're wearing your underwear. Mm -hmm. That's why. Mm -hmm. Not because you're, you're selling a lot of good information. And 10 times out of 10, what happens? It flops because yes. people don't have the right following. So like you said, when it comes to business, you're always looking at not only increasing your following, but the conversion. Now, keep in mind, I don't even care if you don't increase. I'd rather you keep your 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 following as it is and increase your conversion. One hundred percent. Because it really has. I mean, the depth of your business will be on how many people convert, not how many people follow you. Yes. And people, I think, really have a hard time understanding that it's not about how many likes and impressions and you know, how many followers you get, but how many of those followers are actually being influenced by you to make them purchase something that you have or to come see you talk. If you have 10,000 people, 20,000 people, 30,000 people following you, you can't even get five for free to come see anything that you're doing mm -hmm. or give away something that you have, you're in big trouble. I know, and I brought this up in the workshop as well with people need to get over that little bit of an ego boost that right. social media can give you. And I mean, it's proven that social media gives you a dopamine hit. I mean, how many times do you check your phone for likes or does someone comment or what's happening? Right. I mean, we, we can all agree that we, we fall into that. But from a business perspective, I don't care how big of a following I have or how many likes I have if it's not converting to business. Right. And we've even recently been through this with me transitioning out of that fitness role, mm -hmm. that fitness coach role, and into what we're doing now with business coaching. And I mean, we're coming into May right now. And I started changing my social media like October, November last yeah. year. So like six to nine months. And that was hard for you. It was hard. Because your identity has to change. Yes. And a lot of people, if you're going from one identity to a new identity and suddenly you're all, it's almost like you don't have the same validation you're like well wait a second I'm posting stuff and the same I'm getting less likes I'm getting less followers I'm getting less traction 
am I doing something wrong? You hit it right on the nail. And as much as it's like, no, I want to do this, not this is the role that I want to take on now with being seen as something from social media and being validated exactly right. what you said and then start posting business stuff and not pictures of my fitness modeling and my engagement and my likes dropping by like half. Right. Like it, it hurts and as much as logically I can think, okay, no, this is right, it really does make you question things. And I can understand where a lot of people might always want to go for that ego boost and then they get frustrated as to why it's not converting. Now when it comes to frustration, one thing you mentioned before is people say I'm posting a lot but it's not working. Mm -hmm. Now let's put this in the context of gym goers. How many clients say I'm going to the gym but it's not working so I'm going to stop going. Mm -hmm. And that's where the trainer goes, no, you're going to the gym, but you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And if you did A and B and C and D exactly like I tell you to, the results will be better. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're hoping to do with you guys today is, Sarah, you know, you've got your kind of five tips plus a bonus yeah. on how to make your social media work better. Yeah. And one thing about what you just said there with, you know, the things we're going to tell you to implement or the things we're going to tell you to change you can't just do this for a week or two right. and expect the results to change. And even my example with me switching over my social media about six or nine months ago, it was only the past month or two that leads for our business are actually coming in through my social media. Even though, I mean, I have over 30,000 followers at this point and, and good engagement, it takes a while for your market to start seeing you differently. Very true. So if you haven't been positioning yourself as a professional or or as this coach for whatever your business is for, don't be surprised if it takes a while for your audience to really start seeing you in this new light. Because yeah. people put you in a box. And I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? <laughs> so let's go through these, these five. Yeah. Okay, yeah. what's number one? Number one is you need to be solving problems. Now what do you mean by solving problems? Mm -hmm. So as a business owner, your business is created to solve a problem. You're taking someone from a point where they don't want to be at to a point where they do want to be at. And I mean, we work with fitness professionals, so let's talk about personal trainers and coaches here. People hire you to solve a problem. Mm -hmm. So if you're not highlighting that problem on a daily or multiple times per week or talking through that problem with people, they're not going to see you as that expert mm -hmm. for that problem. And this can be as simple as, do you have a hard time finding out what to do when you get to the gym? Do you find that you're doing all the right things but not getting the results? Do you find yourself spending hours and hours on the cardio machine but the weight just won't budge? Uh, do you lack the motivation to work out harder? Do you lack the accountability to get into the gym frequently? These are problems people have. Mm -hmm. And what's um, like, give some people some tips as to, so how do you structure a post around solving a problem? Mm -hmm. So this is the other thing when we're wanting to grab people's attention. So first, let's look at the average user of social right. media. And I think we can all kind of agree with this. What do we do on our phone? We just scroll right. and we scroll. And you know, you jump in the car after getting groceries, you scroll for a minute. You're in line somewhere, you scroll for a minute. So in a world where people have absolutely no attention span, how do you stop someone's attention on your post? And when it comes to solving a problem, you need to highlight in your first sentence of that written post what problem you're going to be solving or to get that that viewer's attention to go that's me right or yes i understand that or oh that's happening right now so in order to get them to stop to to read your post and grab their attention you need to highlight something that's going wrong in their life right now or okay. something that they can just agree with right 
Um, and then moving forward in the post, you know, state the problem, you know, solution, call to action. And I think we see this a lot with fitness professionals just posting their workout, mm. just posting their food, just posting like, hey, here's a great shoulder workout. Yeah. Okay. What's the problem? Yeah. And what, what are you actually trying to solve? Mm -hmm. And you're right, whether it's the food, whether it's the workouts, make it so someone's like, yeah, I do have that problem. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep reading. Mm hmm and as you solve those problems, you'll be known as an authoritative expert in right. in that in that area. So, and the other thing we talked about in our workshop is, you know, are you a fitness enthusiast or are you a professional? Right. And and this ties into that problem solving. People like fitness is all over Instagram and Facebook. Right. So, everybody's posting workouts, everybody's posting food. How can you um, change that messaging around there so that you are seen as that expert. I think what people have a hard time with is that they don't want to give away their secrets. Mm -hmm. And when we say solve problems, bluntly put, give all your stuff away. Yeah. Like literally give away what you do, how you do it, your nutrition plans, your workout programs, assessment modalities, whatever it is you do, chunk it up into little pieces and give it away. We did this in January mm -hmm. with our 60 Days to Success Challenge mm -hmm. and literally give away, everything that we teach in our mentorships and all, and all of our training stuff, we gave it away. Yeah. Go onto YouTube right now and type in Tony Robbins. Yeah. You will probably find about 100 hours, if not more, of all of his content given away. Once people realize that you do have the solution to their problems, they're going to pay you to put it together. And hold you accountable. Exactly. Yes. It's not the knowledge they're looking for. No. Because knowledge is so easy to find. They want to know that you have the knowledge, you can put it together for them, and they will get that from watching you. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Number two. We kind of started talking about this a little bit, but the languaging in your post. So mm -hmm. how are you talking? It's, it's very different to to say one thing or to post something and look like an enthusiast or look like someone who just generically knows something as opposed to being a high-level expert or a coach or a trainer who can actually help people with their problems. Now, would you also say in terms of language, is this where, you know, are you making it about yourself or are you making it about the person oh, watching your post? 100%. And we've, we've talked about this in our lives. We talk about this with our clients. Your social media is not about you. Right. It's not about you. It's not about you and your fitness journey. And I mean, it can, that could be a part of it, but as long as you are turning your messaging around in order to help someone else or inspire someone or help someone else on their journey, they're never going to see you as, as an expert in order to be able to help them. Now we have that example of the like selfie picture, look at me. Yeah. Do you want to go through that language, the, the, the option A, option B, you want me to go through that? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll preface it and okay. then you can go into it a little bit. So, I mean, let's take, for example, people do selfies all the time. People are posting pictures of their workouts, of their body. So let's say a girl posts a picture of her body and she's showing her abs. That messaging behind that photo can go in two very different ways. Right. And so, and we see this very commonly. And this mm -hmm. is actually a true life situation that I had an issue with last year with someone when we were working at a big box gym. Almost daily, pictures of her in the bathroom in her thong or a picture of her waking up in the morning in her underwear and she took a picture of her stomach and the message was abs on point. Mm -hmm. It was about her. And I use this as an example. So imagine the exact same picture, selfie or the ab picture, caption one, abs on point, AKA I'm awesome, you're not. Look at me, look at me. Look at me, look at me, look yeah. at me. Option B, she has the exact same picture 
But how about this for the message? People track their progress in many different ways. Some people like to use body fat measurements. Some people like to use the scale. Some people like to use the measuring tape or the mirror. I like taking pictures. They're very real. What's the best way that you have found to track your progress? Mm -hmm. If you're looking for some accountability and ways to get you on track, message me and find out how I can help you. Mm -hmm. Same picture, but now different message. Also engagement, getting comments. People want to talk about themselves as well. Yeah. And you can actually help people now. Mm -hmm. Same picture, different language. Yeah, very different. And I think, you know, marketing comes easy to some people. Like mm. I always turn to social media. It was always kind of easy for me. But I think a lot of people have issues really stepping into that professional role. Right. And the way that you language and the way that you preface things makes the biggest difference with everything. Well, we met Joey at uh, the workshop mm -hmm. with Craig. Yeah. And when you when you talk about someone who's like a professional copywriter. Yeah. And you read his stuff, you're like, whoa. You're like, I don't know what you're selling, but I want to buy it. That is <laughs> Good, because you're right, Like there is such an art when it comes to language. Mm -hmm. And if it's something that you're not good at doing, do not avoid it. My recommendation is, what post caught your attention? What post made you click on something? What post made you take some action or comment? Read that post. Mm -hmm. And I can guarantee you, if you circle line number one, paragraph number two, paragraph number three, you're like, oh, there's a flow here. Yeah. They're speaking to me. Mm -hmm. I really see the message that they're trying to portray. Mm -hmm. And I mean, even if you want to talk about yourself or your own experiences, how can you use that as uplifting and encouraging and inspiring for other people? That's, that's all that you have to look at. When you're sitting down to write your post, how can I help someone else with this? Yeah. And as soon as you step into that service mentality, you'll notice a huge, huge shift in your social media and in the engagement and the people who actually will connect with you. Yeah. Are you a health and fitness professional who's looking to utilize Instagram to attract new clients into your programs and services? Maybe you have no idea how to show up online and get people excited about your brand. Or perhaps you've had some success in the past, but it's just not working anymore. Here's the deal. Instagram has changed a lot over the years. And as someone myself who relies on social media and organic marketing for my brand, I've really had to pay attention to what's been going on on this platform. Because if I'm showing up on Instagram every day and you're showing up on Instagram every day, we want to ensure that our efforts for building a client list are met. You feel me? Which is why I've created InstaClients. It's a free three-part video series to teach you how to talk to your ideal client so they see you as a coach or trainer for them, my three-step process for getting clients, and the four types of posts that you should be using every single week. This course is to teach you how to convert your following. You don't need more followers if you can't convert the ones you already have, right? So just go to www.insta-clients.com to get in on this awesome strategy plan that you can start implementing right away. I'm so excited to have you in this training. You can grab the link from the show notes as well. Or again, it's insta-clients.com. So number one, we had solve problems. Mm -hmm. Number two, we're looking at the language that you're using. Don't make it about yourself. Make it about other people. Yeah. The problem solution call to action. Yeah. Make it professional. Yeah. Now, number three, we have social proof. Mm -hmm. Now, tell us more about that. Social proof. So you're running a business. You want to take on clients for the service that you run, and you're promoting your business on social media. It's important to know that you work with people right. or that people can validate and and 
say that you're an authoritative uh, person for this service. Social media is rammed with everybody selling everything. So you have to look at the, the mind of the buyer or the mind of the user of social media. We're always skeptical. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that people are gonna ask when you're trying to promote your services is, does this work? Right. You know, is this person a professional? Can they help me? So with having social proof, what that is, it's just validation that you work with people, that you get results, that you are good at what you do. It's showing that someone's willing to pay for your service. 100%. I mean, that's why we have Yelp why we have Google reviews, yeah. why we have all these other, like as soon as you go onto Facebook or a business page, what's the first thing you start to see is the reviews. How many stars does someone get? Yes. People are more inclined to listen to other people's reviews than your own, obviously. Mm -hmm. So for us to say, we're awesome, come to our workshop, and that's all we promote, yeah. is way different than 10 other people going, I went, I liked it, you should go too. Mm -hmm. Also with uh, client testimonials or, or your clients talking about your services, it allows the, the viewer or the potential client to see someone who's worked with you who is in a particular situation like them. Right. So they're highlighting why they came to see you and, and that state that they were in, what it's like to work with you, and then results that you can get. So when you are getting testimonials, and we, and we have found that videos are the best. Mm -hmm. Like ask a client for a video testimonial, and one thing that I find really helpful, and we've learned the hard way, when you ask someone for a testimonial, preface it with like two or three questions you want them to answer. Yes. Because there is nothing worse than getting a testimonial and you're like, oh, I can't use that. You're like, oh, this is really <laughs> there's, bad. There's no way I can post and this. And it took them like a week or two to even get to you and you can't ask for it again. Right. Yeah. Well, let's just say you can't say like this one sucks. Can you do another one? Yeah. So we have found it very helpful to say, hey, can you do you mind answering these two or three questions? Mm -hmm. So, you know, what made you decide to hire me? What has been some of the highlights of working with me so far? Why would you recommend working with me to one of your friends rather than you know going somewhere else? It also makes it easy for them because they know what you're looking for. I know, a lot of people, I mean, especially if they're not used to writing things or, or doing things like this, people don't know what to say. Right. And it can take them longer to even get it to you if they're thinking about what do I say, what do I say? Yeah. And another tip when it comes to testimonials, if you are running a workshop or an event or, or you know, people are registering ahead of time, as soon as they register, ask them for a testimonial. Ask them, why are you attending this? What made you decide to come to this? It gives you a lot of traction and it gives you a lot more visibility mm -hmm. to sell more of your courses. That's something we do a lot. Mm -hmm. once, um, once you're done the course, get testimonials, ask for testimonials. If you're doing PT, usually after about the first week, <coughs> you, know, you can ask someone for a quick testimony, like, hey, what's your experience been like so far? People always feel so inclined to wait till the client gets their results yeah. to get the testimony. It's not always about the results. It's the experience that they're having with you and why they came to see you. Those right. are the two biggest reasons. The other thing about social proof that I want to say too is that when using it in a social media, at least every week there should be something. Right. So when someone comes to a feed of yours on social media, if they're creeping you or they found you or they referred to you, they should not have to scroll so far to see some of the people that you've worked with and, and what people have to say about you. Good point. So, solve problems, language, social proof. Mm -hmm. Number four, we have consistency. Oh boy. <laughs> Why the old boy? I mean, if you're using social media as your platform for marketing, which is what majority of people are solely using, right. they're not using paid marketing, this needs to be consistent. Like this is an everyday, not job, but it's an everyday task for you within your, within your business. Right. Now you mentioned, so things you need to realize, if you're using this as the primary source of your income, we know a tremendous amount of people 
who don't even use social media. Right. But they're at a level where they don't need to anymore. No. Because they're just so well known. They have such an amazing list. They might use email marketing more. They might use speaking engagements more. But they're at the top of their game. Mm -hmm. Also, I mean, even if you're a local professional and you don't want to use social media and you're great within your community. Right. And we're using a lot of the old school methods that Joe goes into detail about. Great. Now, again, and if you are spending a thousand dollars a month, hundred thousand, we know someone's spending a quarter million a month on Facebook ads, mm -hmm. and he's still killing it on social media. Yes. You should be using social media though, because it's free. Yeah. It's a free way of getting your, your your name and your face out there, so why not? But we do recognize that there are some people who can kill it without. Yes. But if you are going to use social media as a as a as a, a big source of your leads consistency consistency mm -hmm. consistency so give us some tips on consistency with social media well I think just being obviously consistent as a professional I mean it can't be five pictures of your dog a million pictures of your kid and then oh come to my boot camp class right. and then it goes back to like your home life you need to present yourself consistently as that professional and as that brand right um, consistency daily posting that's consistency. Mm -hmm. Consistency with the social proof. Just consistency in your messaging overall. So I think a couple of things that you've you've really helped me with too. Mm -hmm. consistency. Please tell me more. This will be a short conversation. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. So I think I was always targeting kind of just the like the images. I hated doing the videos, and I've made a big switch now to five six times a day videos almost daily. Instagram lives all the time. Consistency with some brand awareness too, so that there's, it's not just all over the place. There's some consistency with what I do. If you scroll two, two thumb scrolls, you'll know what I do. Yeah. You'll see social proof, you'll see uh, engagement, you'll see stuff with your know, personal life, maybe some workout stuff, food stuff, stuff with the kids, but it's very consistent and it's very condensed. So it's not like you have to scroll very far to figure out what's going on. One thing that I used to, like I was, I was old to the old social media. I came in very late. I was a late bloomer with the social media. You're still like I, pulling teeth trying to get you to change. I hated it. <laughs> I remember I didn't get Facebook. Oh God, I don't even know when I got Facebook. Like 2013, 2012. <laughs> like everyone was doing it like 10 yeah. years ago. And I'm like, all you're doing is watching other people's lives. It's so annoying. I don't, I don't have time for this. But I didn't see the business aspect of it. And to be honest with you, if I didn't have a business, I wouldn't really be on social media as much as I am. And then when Instagram came out, I'm like, oh, it's one more thing to do. It's just a picture and you put it on there for people to see. And it was like, every day I was like, great, you had a peanut butter jam sandwich. Great, you're doing nothing. Great. It was just like, it was just gotten yeah. very frustrating. Yeah. And we've and people learn to use it really as a tool. Mm -hmm. But the consistency that I've, I'm using it now with has made a massive difference. And we can honestly say that not a day goes by where someone does not reach out from social media mm -hmm. for business. And that, that's a really good point to make. If you're using social media as your predominant way to attract people in, you should have leads daily. Yeah. And if you don't, you're not positioning yourself yeah. properly. One thing I hear a lot is that people say, <laughs> I'm laughing because it's actually, it sounds ridiculous. People say, I don't want to post too much because I don't want to annoy people. And my first response is, if people on social media were afraid of annoying people, there would be no social media. Mm -hmm. Because even if I see ten posts from someone, I just keep, I just keep scrolling. Yeah. And, and you need to realize that if I post at nine a.m., I remember the last time I sat there going, "Wow, I missed out on the entire day." Let me scroll through to see what I missed. And with no the, one does that. With the algorithm changes too, you're not always seeing everything that everybody right. posts. 
So, and also with, with what you just said there, if you're a, if you're a business and you're solving problems regularly, you're actually helping your audience. Right. You're not annoying them. So who's going to sit there and say, you know what, Joe, stop giving me some usable information for my business. Stop. I find it getting really annoying. Stop doing these Facebook lives and podcasts. They're really annoying. <laughs> I really wish there was an annoyed button because everyone's showing their hamstring development. Yeah. AKA just showing your ass or everyone just making about me, me, me or the complainers on social media looking for some relationship advice because their life sucks. Yeah. I could easily go, you know what? 95% of people annoy me. We should, but I have the option. I just keep scrolling. We should recommend to Mark Zuckerberg. There's a like button, a comment button and an annoy button. <laughs> it would crash. Facebook would crash. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. There would be no more Facebook. Yeah. So don't worry about annoying people because you want to be on their radar. People want to look forward to seeing your stuff. And there's very few people that I, I follow a lot and I get the notifications, but when I do, I want to see it. Because mm -hmm. I know it's good content, it's consistent, they take time, they solve problems, they have good language, yeah. they, they're using it really well. Yeah, and when you have a really good marketing strategy and a great balance between the value and the problems that you're solving and social proof and then you know some direct marketing of like, this is my business. Right. We're not talking about social media every day, five times a day. Work with me, this is my business. Right. Work with me, this is my business. That's spam marketing. But if you really formulate a great positioning aspect for yourself as I'm an expert in this, these are the problems I solve, this is how you work with me. So recap, solve problems number one, mm -hmm. language number two, mm -hmm. social proof number three, consistency number four, our last one is? Being authentic. Being authentic. And I think this, I mean, um, we're gonna talk about vulnerability a little bit, which I think might be going a little bit too extreme nowadays, but you need to have a really great authentic voice and message and personality to yourself in order to stand out. But let's let's make this very simple for people. Okay. The way you are in real life, mm -hmm. be that way on social media. Yeah, 100%. That's it. Like, that's yeah. all we're saying about being authentic. Don't be someone that you're not. Don't try to be, oh, I like that person's social media, so I'm going to be like them. Mm -hmm. And we met a guy this week in Antonio, and the first thing he said, he's like, you're exactly the way you are in person as you are in your social media. I'm like, I'm not sure if that's a compliment, because yeah. isn't that the way it's supposed to be? If I'm gonna be a smart ass on social media, if I'm gonna swear on social media, and yeah. I am who I am, that's yeah. exactly how I'm gonna be in real life. Yeah. We would be sitting here having this conversation just like this, whether, right. whether we were recording or not. And I think too many people go, okay, hold on, hold on. The action, mm. and they put on this persona, mm -hmm. or they put on this like fake vibe of who they are, or what they wanna portray, and then in real life, you're like, are you kidding me? So be careful with that because when people do meet you in real life and it doesn't match, yeah. they're gonna say, well, what else doesn't match? Yeah. Are they really who they say they are? Are they gonna provide the value that they say they're gonna provide? It's a very simple tip, but I find it's very hard for a lot of people to either say what they really mean to say, be authentic, be themselves, as opposed to being someone that they just wanna to try to portray. The other thing with being authentic too is that if people are gonna hire you, they wanna work with you. Right. They're choosing you over another fitness trainer or coach because they like you and they're attracted to you. Yeah. And if you're not authentically yourself and really just putting yourself out there, they're not gonna feel that connection. It's an easy way for people to get to know who you are without ever meeting you, which is number, like, basically to me one of the best determining factors of selling is, is building connection yeah. and building rapport, mm -hmm. which is what you get to do when you do stuff like this or your posts. But if your posts are just simple quotes, we have enough of them. Yeah. Just cat on the wire. Hang in there. It's Monday. 
and if all you're posting, you're, you're a fitness professional, people don't get to know who you really are. Yeah, and that can be a big thing for a lot of people with kind of maybe coming out of their shell and getting on a video. And in our workshop, I was telling, telling the group, like, you gotta get on live video yeah. or you gotta be posting video. People need to hear your voice and hear your personality and, and really have that connection with yeah. you. It's very different. You can sit there and formulate a post, a well-written post with all the, the perfect languaging, but honestly, if you're not on video and they're really not hearing your voice, there's, there is that lack of connection. Let's cover the last one and wrap okay. this up. So the bonus is bonus. the yeah. bonus. So bonus. What, what, what do you mean? So stop watching others. Mm. You have to be careful who you're watching in terms of, well, they have a lot of followers or they're doing this, so I need to do that too. Right. Um, so where do you define the line then? Because success leaves clues. Yep. Yep. So there's a lot of people that we, we say, even to the people that we know, saying follow them and do what they do. Because mm -hmm. their formula is really good. Yes. They're the Nickelback of social media. Mm -hmm. They're the Drake of social media. They yeah. found out the formula that works and we can see it and we know why it works. Yeah. But what do you mean by then not watching everyone? You have to look at the accounts that you're looking at that maybe you like or that have a great following and you're like, I'm gonna do what they're doing to grow their following. You have to make sure it's on point for what you do in your business and right. the people you are trying to attract. So. I mean, myself as a female, I could grow my following like out of this world by just posting like half naked photos of myself. But my fitness brand was always to work with females, so I have to be careful how I'm attracting people right. in. So be careful how you're attracting people in and making sure that your social media is set up as a professional that you want to be right. for the right people you're attracting in. So basically, if you want to like follow apples for apples, orange for oranges. Yes. So it, don't just say, well, that girl or that guy has 100,000 followers. Are they doing the exact same business that you're doing it? And are you doing the business the way you would like to be doing it? Yes. Because if they're not operating a business the way you want to operate yours, mm -hmm. in terms of value, in terms of integrity. their values, yeah. integrity, integrity, authenticity, do you want to sell out just for likes? Yeah. And at the same time, and I've had this conversation with some of the back end people, is what we don't see. How many people portray this lifestyle, the cars or the houses, and it's all bullshit. We've witnessed that firsthand with some people. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it is just this big, huge, and you know people personally yeah. that are like, you know, they're in a hotel or they're in a they're in a room and they're like they're going, Hey, Las Vegas. You're like, No, that person's in Hamilton yeah. right now. Yes. <laughs> what yes. is going on? Yes. It's it's crazy. And also you have to think about if we're looking at accounts to where's their business model at? Right. So, I mean, you could be following another fitness professional who has services like you and you're like, well, they're not really solving a lot of problems and there's not a lot of social proof and like, where's their, they're not even, not, they're not even direct marketing their services. Right. You don't know, maybe they have a huge mailing list or maybe sure. they're spending a lot on Facebook ads and that's where their marketing is. So you let's have recap to, this. Yeah. So number one, solve problems. Number two, be careful of the language that you're using. Good. Number three. Always have social proof. Number four. Consistency. Number five. Be authentic. And the bonus. <laughs> Just careful who you're watching and who you're trying to model after. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you guys do need some help with this, putting things together, you know, helping uh, remodel, retool, get more people converting, please do me a favor, reach out. We do strategy sessions, very simple, simple things with people. Mm -hmm to look at where you are right now with your business, give you some of the resources and tools that you need to fix, yeah. and then put those things into place. Yep, awesome. Great. Till next time. See you guys. Bye guys. 
Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Honestly, shows and podcasts like this are not possible without you. So I have so much gratitude for my listeners. You freaking rock. If you want to find me over on Instagram, I am sarah.fennel. Tag me in a post. Let me know what your favorite episode is. Hit me up with a DM. I will always write you back. Shows like this are not possible without ratings and reviews. So if you feel so moved, please write me an honest comment, an honest review, and let us know what you think of the show. 